everybody. This is Pete with All Matters Car Radio 97 through FM Seattle News and Seattle's Talk. We have a good uh, discussion here today with you guys. We got a good friend back from Pack West Propane, Holy Dragland. He's uh, here on the show. You guys have heard him before. Um, he's the guy that I wanted to get into the Bigfoot suit, and I'm still working on that. But we'll <laughs> how you doing, Holy? Haven't done it yet. Sorry. Yeah, I know. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there one of these days. I, I tell you what, if you'd ever do that, you'd go viral. It'd be crazy. <laughs> and a little warm for a Bigfoot suit. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Well, it's good to have you back on the show. I know it's been a few months. Um, what's uh, How's things going uh, at the place that keeps you cozy over there at Pac West? What's going on these days? Delivering propane, fighting, fighting high propane prices with what's going yeah. on and, and just trying to get through the summer you know What's, uh, you were saying off air that propane prices now are a little higher they're around the wintertime cost is what you're saying our cost of propane i think is actually higher than it was last winter wow it is oh, crazy wow. why why is that what's going on uh I, the, there's a lot of export going on right now okay. out of the country uh, there's just something called COVID-19 that's been having an issue with, I was told by our, one of our suppliers that, you know, so I think all those things, there's, there's More people staying home, they're burning. There, there, there's that. There's, yeah. I think the big ex- exporting out of the country makes a big deal too, supply and demand. And it's just, I, I can't really explain it. If I, if I explain it, then it'll change tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, commodities are like that. They're up, yeah. Yeah, they're up, they're down. But uh, you're, you're talking about trending, which is, yes, yeah. is higher. So yes, well, that's cool. Hey, I wanted to, before we jump in, I, I do this once in a while. Um, and you know, what's nice about PacWest guys is um, they have fair pricing. They got great customer reviews. I'm going to read one here. They've been with us on the show for a long time. And I remember back, when it was pretty much you and Derek and you had a couple of trucks and you've really grown uh, over the years. Yeah. We, we're, we got uh, six bobtails. Now we started with just one. Yeah. It's amazing. Well, that's what happens when you do things the right way and do it ethically. You know, yeah. you know we'll talk about some of the pricing scams. That's what kind of built your business really is telling the truth and making sure that people are getting uh, propane. I mean, not, not just fair prices, but your service. I see that in all the reviews. The service you guys have is second to none. I can't, you know, I've always said we got good service, but it's, it's outstanding from, from just all the, I mean, I, I I don't mean to sound like I'm bragging, but it's like just from what customers, even, even, you know, a lot of people don't leave reviews and they'll, we get emails and say, I have never experienced anything like this with your, you know, guys taking care of me and stuff. And, well, you know, the thing is, and like I said, I'm going to read this one in a second, but the theme I saw out there was like, there were several reviews you had where it's like they called within like 30 minutes to an hour. You guys are there. I, I was like, yeah. wow. And that's in the winter. That's in the fall. Yeah. That's in the summer. I like the ones where people call me. And, and uh, back when I was answering the phone, they would call. Yeah. And I would li- I, I've had it where I was driving by the driveway. And I say, yeah, I can get you. They say, when can you come? And I say, um, and I honk the horn and I say, you hear the horn? You know, <laughs> I'm out <right> now. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, it's like, you're magical. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, let me read this. Uh, I do want to read this one review on PacWest because this is, this really talks about the kind of company um, that they, that PacWest is and Oli and big shout out to Derek, even though he never comes on the show anymore. That's <laughs> You're good, Derek. <laughs> 
So uh, this lady, her name is Amanda. It's a recent interview or a recent review too, because I always like to look at, you know, companies should, it's like, what have you done for me lately? You know, so reviews that are a couple years old. Yeah, those are nice. But I like to look at the, the most current ones. So this one, uh, Amanda says, I've had my propane filled up three times by PacWest Propane. And every time I call to order, they're so friendly. So they must be not talking to you anymore? Not me. Joni and <laughs> Stephanie. Oh, it's Stephanie? Just out Joni and Stephanie. Joni and Stephanie. So big shout yeah, out to Joni and yeah, Stephanie. They're, they're, so they're, good they're, job on that. Um, says their prices are also hard to beat. We have a 350-gallon tank on our residential property that's used for heating and hot water. And I have paid over $1,500 to have our propane filled by, and I won't say the company, um, but we all know the other companies out there. And I couldn't believe the amount they charged us. So when I started looking for a new propane company, I'm so happy I found PacWest and will never switch propane companies now. So that just kind of speaks to you, what you guys do. That's a fair pricing. But if you guys go, you can go to PacWestPropane.com and see some of the reviews there, uh, whether they're Google or Facebook. Uh, It does talk about the fast delivery, the customer service. And it's not just filling up your tanks. We're going to get into this with Ollie a little bit about troubleshooting leaks, uh, propane tank installs, line installs. They do it all, which is really really very cool so um okay so um that covers that uh you talked about new at pack west what um so do you just before we get going into our show here and some information for the listeners do you got a good story to tell something that happened recent at pack west or with you and derek or drivers anything that was kind of funny or interesting i don't have any really i'm trying to think i don't have anything really funny i just what we've been getting a lot of lately is, is letters about our service guys and even our drivers just you know, fix it. What's a, what's a, one of the drivers or, or service guys, a recent letter you got, like who is it for? I've got them. Uh, we got Rob, Rob and um, Chris um, are our two service guys. And I would say, um, and Derek gets some too, cause he's out doing service in between. Yeah. But I mean, like, you know, they're going out and finding leaks on places and, and repairing things. And our guys, I mean, Rob's been doing it for think over 30 years and Chris 20 some and, wow. and it's, you know, it's like when they, it's not like your typical, you know, just get it done. They actually explain things to people. And I had one lady, you know, call up and say, I learned more about propane and the half an hour there than I ever knew in the 25 years I've had it. I didn't even know what the tank did. Now I know how to work it and what to do with it. And, and so, you know, cause that's the thing with propane is educating people on it. Yep. So they understand it. So it's not just some. It's not some scary thing that. Yeah. And you go, oh, something's going on here. If you ever watch a movie, they have a BB gun. The guy takes a BB gun, shoots it at a propane tank, and it explodes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's not like that, you know. How long have Robin Chris been with you at PacWest? Chris has been been here for at least. We've been doing about almost eight years. I think Chris would be oh. here about seven years or so. Okay. And I think Rob has been a couple of years now, a little okay. bit more. Uh, are staying, your employees are staying around, which is good. Yeah. Major sure. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's very, very good. Well, cool. That's good. Um, well, good to know on that. And a big shout out to Rob and Chris and also Derek. I'm, you know, Derek, I have a special spot in my heart for you back in the days when we, uh, we used to talk to you on air. Someday, maybe you'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, he's in the middle of a move right now. Oh, so is he? Okay. He's like massively stressed. He's probably driving a rider truck from one location to the next right now. He's like he's to... moving his like personal home? 
Yes. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah. No, that's very cool. Now, I'll, before we jump into some of the information here, I want to ask, so you guys, tell us where you serve, because it seems like you've expanded your area of service. Yeah, we're, so I call it our southern end of our territory. We're, we go up to Bainbridge Island, Paulsbo area. Yeah. Uh, we're down to Olympia, um, Belfair. There's some outlying areas. There's Shelton. Um, then, you know, we're over, I have our, we have our yard in Cleelan. Uh, yeah. We go to Ellensburg, but we don't really go there much. Um, and then as far north as Snohomish, we kind of have a line that's Snohomish, the imaginary line. Or Bellingham or anything. But do you no, know, we go over the line. In different areas where you fill the trucks at? Say, the, say what again? Do you have different large tanks where you fill the trucks at? In the yes. Area? So, Cleelum, we got a 30,000-gallon tank over there. And then on this side, we got... Um, I mean, eighteen thousand is what we have, from, and then you know, so we and we fill out a shelter. We also have different suppliers, different areas. So, okay, yeah, got it, got it, got it. Okay, cool. All right, uh, now I got to ask a question. So, given what you said earlier in the show about uh, prices kind of trending a little higher, is now a good time to fill, or should people be waiting? Uh, is it still kind of the price is going to keep going up towards winter? I think you always laugh about this, but it's all I'm, I'm laughing. I'm, I'm laughing because it's it's so bad right now. It's just unbelievable. And so people always say, you know, August, you know, it used to be September, August, September. Then yeah. I always say July, August. And I tried to get some people to fill when it was 30 cents a gallon cheaper. And they said, no, we're going to wait. And it's like, and I don't know at that time what it's going to do either, right? Yeah. So now it's higher. And so, you know, I have a couple friends and other other propane companies I call, and I'm like, how's it going? And it's like, it's slow because, you know, people are holding out. They're, they're, they're holding out until uh, maybe it'll get cheaper, but I just don't think yeah. it's going to happen. I, that, all the word on the street is that it's probably going to probably gonna go up even from stick here. Around, stick around where it's at. Yeah. And, um, and then if we have another thing like we did last winter down there in Texas, that's going to put a big, oh, yeah. the big ice storm. When we, when we, yeah. when we, when we started our company, we had no, um, we had just gotten going. We got our insurance we were getting trucks and we didn't have the ability to even fill a truck. Wow. And there was something going on really bad then. And the price of propane was like five bucks a gallon for a little while. Oh, that's folks. Wow. And then everybody started selling propane tanks and stuff at that time. So I hope it doesn't go that direction. But, um, yeah, just I don't have anything really good to say about it, unfortunately. Well, so it sounds like uh, maybe now's the time to do it. because I, I would. You're, I mean, yeah, you don't know. You don't have a crystal ball, but it sounds like it may go up in the winter, which it usually does anyway. It will. It will. I mean, it, it will. It never goes down, yeah. you know. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk to Oli. I want to ask him a little bit, going back, maybe kind of pull the Robin Chris. We're going to talk about where propane comes from. We're going to compare it to natural gas because there's some things going on in the natural gas market you guys need to know. You may want to consider switching to propane. I'm going to give you some facts there along with uh, Oli. We'll cover that. You can check out this show here on MyNorthwest.com forward slash Home Matters. These are up there in perpetuity, all the previous ones, too, with PacWest Propane. I'll give their phone number out, too, when we come back. You can give them a call and uh, talk to Joni and who is the other lady? Stephanie. Stephanie and Joni. Joni Stephanie. Big shout-out to those two women. They will take care of you there at PacWest Propane. With that, I'm Pete. This 
is All Matters Car Radio, 97.3 FM, Seattle's News and Seattle's Talk. All right, we're back. This is Pete with Home Matters, Car Radio 97, 3 FM in the great state of Seattle. We're having a good discussion here with Oli Dragman from PacWest Propane. If you have your uh, your pad of paper and your pen, I'm going to give you their phone number. If you guys, uh, we're going to talk about converting from natural gas to propane because, I, you know, in kind of market conditions, this is not, you know, Oli talking, this is me talking. Uh, I'm going to go through that with him. But also, if you do have um, a tank on your property, whether it's for using for a whole house, you know, heat, hot water, or you have outdoor, you know, for an outdoor fireplace, gas barbecue, these guys can help you out. You want to give them a call at 844-890-1291. That's 844-890-1291. You will f- not find a more honest company. And guys, I, you know, I'm trying to be the consumer advocate for everybody out there. And uh, these guys have always come on and told the truth. We're going to talk about that a little bit, about some of the scams so you don't get taken advantage of. Unfortunately, it seems like in the propane industry, there are some companies out there that do these things. And I don't want you to have to pay more or be subjected to subpar service. You can get the, a good fair price and great service from PacWest Propane. All right. So... Oli, I want to ask, we talked about um, kind of the beginning, just got into kind of what was going on with you, but I want to get into just, can you explain? So we have, you know, we got crude oil, we got natural gas, we got propane. Where uh, where does propane come from and how is it made? It comes from the refining of, of oil. Okay. You know, and I remember my name's not Derek here. So I'm not going to give you the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. You give me the no, basic. No, but I mean, it's, it's, it comes from the refining of oil. I mean, they have so many different things that come off of it. So it's a byproduct of, of that. Okay, so it's a product byproduct of, of crude oil. And yeah, that, and that's one of the things they make. Okay. Yep. And then, uh, is it true? Is is propane because of the the temperature and, and it's stored as a liquid? Is that correct? Right. Okay. And and and. The thing that I could never, Chris Bolt taught me this. I don't know the law, but when you compress vapor, um, propane into a tank, it turns to liquid. And that's why you don't have to let pressure. I could never figure out what I started. I was filling these trucks, putting 3,000 gallons, and I knew you never had to let anything out. Yeah. And I would ask all these people, how do you, what's the deal with that? Finally, Chris Bolt came to work and he explained it to he me. Explained it to you. So there's, there's a name. There's a guy's name for it. It's so and so's law, and I don't know what that is, but it just has to do with you know. You probably actually know what it is. You're that smart. <laughs> well, I, I'd have to go look it up. I probably okay. understand it. I just I'm not in the propane industry, so I don't know what that law is. But we'll yeah. we'll look that up for next time, and I'll bring. Yeah. It up. <laughs> but that's I think that leads question. me to to another question. So because okay. a lot of people have this on their mind, so like. Somebody from your company comes out and fills up a tank. Yep. But it seems like they always fill it up to 80%. Why don't they fill it up to 100%? Because uh, propane expands 40% or 40 times more than water. So it expands a, a large amount. I mean, when, when, when it, gets, it gets heat. So 80% is the, the safe margin. So because, you know, what happens is, and I've actually had it happen where, you know, a tank is maybe overfilled or what the worst part is, or t- somebody paints their tank dark green or black or dark brown. 
and you fill it to 80%. And even that's, that can be not be too much and it'll expand and, and there's pressure relief valves on tanks. And so it'll, you so know, they, blaze, it won't blow the tank, but it'll blow. No, it just shoots off a little, the pressure. So there's no yeah. issue, but, um, but that's why, I mean, I, <laughs> I've been shoot, I've been literally yelled at your driver came out here and he refused to fill it to a hundred percent. And you know, yeah. you try and explain that some people think you're scamming them no matter you know, they're like, you sure oh, they think you're charging for under well, but you only fill it 80. <laughs> yeah. Or people that have enough fuel to make it through winter. Yeah. And they're like, if you would just fill it to 98%, I could make it the whole winter. And you're like, I just can't, <laughs> you know, it's not safe. Yeah. That's why I asked the question. Cause that's a common yeah. misnomer out there. You know, it's like, yeah. why, why do people, you know, why do they, they fill it only to 80. So I'm glad you explained it. And see, you did the bill. Nice. So that's good. That was good, man. You and, the, and the thing is, it's like, so you have people that, call and i'll uh, and i'll say what size tank do you have and they'll say 80 gallon and that's because on like the 120 gallon tanks the gauge only goes to 80 percent, and that's the last mark and so when they say that i'm like oh so you got a 120 you know because it's 80 percent. you know it's just it's just stuff you wouldn't know unless somebody explained it to you and most people don't explain it to you well, I'm glad you did. So now everybody knows why it goes to only 80%. You aren't ripping them off. There's a series of All right. The other thing I want to bring up before we end this segment, I want to also let you guys know, we're going to talk about this. Um, I did a little bit of research, and what's fascinating here is uh, propane, if you look at BTUs, BTUs are British thermal units, and um, they can measure by per gallon, per cubic foot, things like that. The reason I'm bringing this up is what I wanted to share with you guys that are listening is that propane is about 2,500 BTUs per cubic foot. Natural gas is only about 1,015. So what's interesting here that I find, and this is why I'm bringing it up, is if you look at it, propane actually is roughly twice the BTUs of natural gas. Yet we use natural gas in our homes for heating and all that kind of thing. But here's where it gets really interesting. So you were talking what current price per gallon on, on propane. I know it fluctuates, but on average, like what is it now running around? I mean, a retail price to something, you know, to mid twos. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I just looked up today, Oli, what I found was very interesting and natural gas has made a massive climb in price. The current price commodity price is three eighty five a gallon, which Blows me away because it used to be natural gas was so much cheaper than propane. Right. That's not the case anymore. Now, here's the interesting thing is, you guys, this is why I'm bringing this up. Propane is not just a rural situation. If it continues, and this has been going on for quite a while with natural gas, this is why I did the research so you guys know, you can buy conversion kits for your furnace and convert it over to propane. And it's not that expensive. Now you have to have a certified tech do it. Do you guys, do you do conversion kits or do you know companies that do that? Holy. Um, on furnaces, I would say an HVAC guy. Okay. I mean, Derek's made more smart. Way more well, you smart. Could, they could call and ask for Derek yeah. and he could, he could well, <laughs> put him in the right direction. Yeah, no, I mean, he's got the talent, but really, you want like an HVAC guy, you know, your, your ranges, ranges generally come. If you look on your bottom drawer at the back, pull the drawer out. There's yeah. usually a conversion kit in there. Sometimes it's on the back of the. Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed that because I just yeah. put it in a range. They have both. 
You can do both. Yeah, I, I mean, they've just gotten to the point where it's easier to do that than deal with it later. So yeah. you have options. I'm just bringing it up, guys. It's something to really think about now. Um, and I, I would never thought about that. I knew the BTUs were greater in propane, but now the cost structure, and I don't know if natural gas is going to get cheaper anytime soon. It's just like propane. All energy is kind of going up. But if you look comparatively, you're getting twice the burn power the BTUs with propane is natural gas, and propane is actually cheaper now per gallon. So it's something to think about. If you do want to convert, call an HVAC company. Uh, you can also call PacWest if you want to you know, ask them a couple questions about that. You can call them at 844-890-1291. But it might be a good way to do that. Even if you're – you guys deliver in the urban environments too, don't you? You're not just all rural farmland stuff. No, no, we go into cities. I mean, there are there are some cities that aren't a lot like like downtown Bellevue doesn't allow propane. Certain certain areas that are, I think Seattle's starting to get tougher. But but yeah, I mean, we got tons of. So they can put it. They can put in a two fifty or something like that, a vertical tank. Uh, you need you need ten feet. You need ten feet of room from the house and, the house. and like, you know a certain amount from the property. So it, it, even if you're in a smaller, you know, location, one twenties, you can do one. Okay. So, all right, and uh, that's good to know. So, when we come back, I'm going to reveal another secret. If you guys are into, uh, you know, greenhouse gases and things, that you should know about propane. That is unlike anything else, including natural gas. I'm going to share that with you. Then we're going to get into the parts of a propane system and safety checkups with our expert Oli. Go to check them out at PacWestPropane.com. Or give them a call at 844-890-1291. With that, I'm Pete. This is Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM, Seattle News and Seattle's Talk. All right, we're back. This is Pete with All Matters Car Radio, 97.3 FM, Seattle's News and Seattle's Talk. We're having a great discussion here with Oli Dragman. Good to see him again. By the way, guys, you can't see Oli. I do want to, I talked to him off there. This guy, man, he looks good. He lost a lot of weight. I'm really proud of you, Oli. It's good for your health. So good on you, man. Working on it. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> you look great. So I, I noticed a big difference. I saw you last March. And I was like, wow, we got a new guy out here. Well, <laughs> that was good. So. You can teach me, teach me how to get the scale to go down. As, and just, I, I guess if you look good, it doesn't matter what you weigh. Oh, it doesn't. <laughs> but it's like, you know, I'm working on it. Yeah, no, that's really good. So I, I just want to bring that up because um, it's always good to be in good health. And uh, I'm, I, I mean, you look like a new man. So very good. Oh. All right. Let's get back to um, we're going to get back to our discussion. Um, one thing I told you guys in the last segment, I was going to bring up something that was very eye opening to me. Because you don't normally when you talk about different gases like propane, natural gas, gasoline, things like that. You always think of things, you know, as a greenhouse gas. We talk about this, about how do we reduce our carbon footprint? You know, we're trying to do this globally, and we're certainly trying to do this in the United States. And uh, Oli knew about this. I did not. One thing I wanted to share with you guys is that propane is not considered a greenhouse gas. It's really clean. So can you speak to that a bit, Oli? Uh, I mean, I mean a little bit, but it, it it is a clean gas. I, I always tell people, I think I said it to you before, it's why they run forklifts inside of 
of buildings because yeah. it doesn't put out all the carbon monoxide. You know, monoxide you is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you do not kill, you know, I mean, you run a regular gas engine inside of a building, not a good deal. But so, I mean, that's. Yeah. You were saying that uh, basically you see how the tailpipe, there's a lot of water vapor. Yeah. So I, I, I believe the number is you get two gallons of water out of every one gallon of propane you burn. Wow. So, I mean, that's what comes out of the tailpipe of a, of a propane powered vehicle. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, guys, you listening, because I know some of you guys like to geek out on this, and I do too. Um, we'll go through the molecular chemical chain structure of propane with Oli. I will, uh, I'll talk about that. Why does it convert part of it to water based on that? But the key thing is now, and, and this is not me, Pete at Home Matters, or Oli at PacWest Propane. This is from the U.S. Energy Information Administration, one of our government entities. If you compare propane... Um, to natural gas, natural gas is considered a greenhouse gas. It does uh, contribute to hurting our environment. Propane does not. If you look at they they do it based on carbon intensities, guys, is what I was reading up on. Propane has a carbon intensity. It goes from like zero to it's over 100. But anyway, propane is a carbon intensity of 20 compared to gasoline that's 86 and diesel's at 105. So this is part, there's been a lot of, I was reading some articles only about, you know, trucking fleets and things like that, converting over to propane to lower the carbon footprint. Um, yep. Yeah. And then actually what's interesting too, that kind of scared me guys, and this is something you can look up too, but it's the NOAA, which is another government agency. According to them, carbon dioxide, uh, which comes, it's a great greenhouse gas peaked during May 2021. That was this year to the highest levels ever recorded. We are not going backwards. We are going and producing more greenhouse gases. So if, you, if you're looking, if, you, if this bothers you and you say, well, I heard Pete and Oli talk about the current price per gallon of propane versus the current price per gallon of around 385 right now. You can look this up on the internet yourself too, guys. You're listening to verify it. So you know I'm not lying to you. Uh, and then you look at the BTU per cubic foot is double with propane. You can convert over to propane for your furnace and your your appliances and things like that. And you're hoping because it's not a greenhouse gas. There's a lot of benefits to propane, I think. You know, in Canada, just, just two hours up across the border, they have tons of vehicles that run on propane. Every gas station yeah. sells it. I mean, you can get a Dodge Caravan that runs on propane. I, if you go on, on like uh, online and look up propane cars for sale, it's amazing. Wow. So it's not, a, it's not a new concept. It's yeah. in, in yeah. you know, they do it. Yeah. The other thing too, you know, that I, as I was doing research, which I think is kind of fascinating because I'm a mechanical engineer and I, I, as you know, from the last show, I'm a huge believer in heat pumps, but I, one thing that they are looking at right now and they're experimenting with is replacing the synthetic refrigerants and heat pumps with propane. Because it goes down to a negative 155 degrees. It has a wider temperature range scale than the the synthetic refrigerants now. And they're talking about replacing all heat pump systems, filling those with propane. Interesting. Yeah. So your market could actually boom if that happens. Because now you're not just in heating of homes and truck fleets. But you're also, you know, converting over heat pump systems as well. Interesting. And conversion kits for those. So I thought it was fascinating. Just, just yeah. kind of geeking out on the whole thing. So, all right, let's move over. Um, so a little bit of education about that. Really think about that and consider it. If you want to, um, you know, convert, you certainly can. HVAC companies can help you. But you can also call 
PacWest propane. They'll uh, speaking of that now. Let's get into the system. You know, as far as tanks, pressure regulators, the things you guys do because you do more than just fill up tanks. Um, yep. So let's talk about the parts of a propane system. So let's start with a tank. Okay? Mm-hmm. So these tanks are uh, they're regulated, right? They have certain specifications and certain. Oh man, yeah, they're they're built they're built they have a data plate i mean if you're ever going to buy a propane tank if you can't find a data plate that has numbers on it with serial numbers don't get it because nobody's going to fill it i mean it's just you're not allowed to do that i think they're asme regulated right associated yeah so asme are the ones that you that are um don't have to be recertified um and then there's the dot versions which are a little they're made dot is over the road you know and they're a little tougher and and but they have to be um recertified more often okay and this is basically with the welds and the seams and all this stuff has to be a certain yeah pressure test the valve you know every the all, all of that it's visual inspection pressure test Okay. And then, so as far as the tank sizes, what, what do they come in? I know you got the little barbecue tank. Yeah. Like yeah. Put out the house. What are the different? Yeah, you got five, seven, tens, 24s. Yeah. Um, then we go, there's a 50, which is a, a ripoff to buy. And then the next size up is a 120. And then. Why is a 50 a ripoff to buy? Um, because they're. They're about a hundred bucks cheaper than buying a hundred and twenty gallon tank. So for a hundred bucks more, you know, you can buy double the gas. You know, and so okay. I always tell people, "Are you sure?" You know, but anyway, and then nobody wants to come out and fill it because if a fifty gallon tank is at fifty percent, it's a, it's too small of a fill. You know, so okay, see, so you, you really it's a hundred. What do you say? Hundred, hundred, one twenty, one twenty is one twenty two fifty. Um, there's some three thirties out there. Um, Five um, hundreds and then thousands. Is the most common like for people to do in a whole house propane like a five hundred gallon tank? Is that five hundred generally? But I mean, you know, a lot of people are going with heat pumps, so sometimes they get yeah. a two fifty and yeah. just well, that's what I did based on your recommendation. We did yeah. the heat pumps, so we still have the two fifty, and we kept the propane burners in there as a backup in case it gets really cold. Uh, but we're still heating the you know hot water tank and yeah cooking and all that. The, stuff. Only, the only thing you got to watch with that is there's what's called emergency heat. Yeah. And you're going to emergency heat, then it's 100% propane. And so I have yeah. people call me and say, I just got this heat pump and I went through a whole tank and I don't understand it. And then, yeah. you know, they'll figure that out. So you Well, gotta- it does. And I think the last time, guys, if you go back to our previous show, Oli and I were talking about that because I was talking about my high heat bill. I did not realize this, but, you know, furnaces burn. They can burn upwards of over a gallon an hour. Oh, yeah. in the home. It's Easy. a lot. Yeah. So that's why uh, all they just said that I didn't, it was like, wow, that is, that's a big burn. You know, you have people that have a 500 gallon tank and they say last year, I didn't use any, I, I used 30 gallons. And then this year in the month of January, I went through 400 gallons and I, yeah. I said, check your, check your thermostat. Did somebody kick it over or is there something wrong with your system? Yeah. And it's always something like that. You know? Yeah. Well, speaking of something wrong with your system, I do want to bring that up because I noticed that in the reviews, there was more than probably two or three reviews. There were people had a previous company that was one of your competitors come out and said, eh, no leaks. They were burning through a lot. And then you guys came out yep. and found leaks. So what do you guys do that's different where you're finding leaks that other companies don't find? <laughs> <laughs> there must be something here. You're laughing. <laughs> I wanted my smart Alex says want to say do it right. But I, I you know, we're we're trained to use the tools we have. We have manometers, 
that we use, they're very sensitive. If you put a manometer on a pipe, a pressurized pipe and take a needle and you put a tiny hole in it, you will see it drop. I mean, that is how sensitive it is. And so when you use those, um, you know, and and it's supposed to hold pressure for a certain amount of time. Um, I don't know what it is. I just know, I think I was telling you earlier, it seems to me that on every tank set, our guys will find one to two leaks and they may not be like huge leaks, but maybe a fitting by the wall or, you know, a lot of times a fitting, you know, by the, um, the range or, you know, the, the, you know, something like that, where some, maybe somebody has moved it out to clean it and pushed it back in, back in. And over time it has loosened up and it's not really leaking, but it is leaking, you know? And, and so just a little turn of a, of a bolt and or a nut and you're usually pretty good for the most part. So, so the manometer is your main tool. That that is the that that is the one that really works. The how best. accurate is that? I mean, like I said, pressure. If you have a big tank and you put a take a needle and barely put a hole in it, you will see a You'll drop. See it, I mean, it, it is uh, amazing how. And then and then and that's why you're you're supposed to put it on there for a few minutes and watch it because. Um, the leak can be so small. So you start your stopwatch and you wait for the amount of time. And then. Uh, and are you putting these manometers? Or are they typically you're putting them on the tank or you put them on the gas lines? So there's the tank and you got your first stage regulator and right. you got your second stage at the house. Um, the, from the tank to the house is 10 PSI. Generally that's on the house side at a half PSI. So it's, te- it's testing real low pressure, but it tests from your, your range or whatever's in the house heat pump or your heater all the way back out to the tank i mean the whole everything that's open to that line is being tested at that point now yeah we come back i'm going to go through the rest of the parts of the system here you brought up a lot of things like uh uh, pressure regulators all this stuff we're going to go through that so you get educated and how these systems are put together important thing though really is just give these guys a call at packwest propane they're friendly people at 844-890-1291 they can do installs they can do servicing they can fill tanks um, it's a one-stop shop that's packwest propane and with that i am pete this is home matters car radio 97.3 fm seattle's news and seattle's talk All right, we're back. This is Pete with All Matters Car Radio 97.3 FM in the great state of Seattle. We got uh, Packwest Propane on here with us with Ole Dragland. He uh, he and I have talked for years. These guys are all over the place. Maple Valley, King, Kittitas, Kitsap, Mason, Thurston, Pierce, Nahomish. <laughs> Pretty much wherever you guys are listening, um, these guys can come out and uh, take care of all of your propane needs. And it's not just filling tanks, although they do a very good job of that, fair prices. But they will also take care of leak detection, like we were talking about in the last segment. They'll do installs. Uh, and that's not just a tank. They can do gas piping and things like that as well. We're going to get into that with Holy right now. Um, okay, so we we were talking about tanks, and then you brought up a whole bunch of stuff, which I know you kind of live with praise, all this stuff spewed out of your mouth. And I always try to, it's like drink it from a fire hose, so to speak, but you did bring up uh, one of the things. We're going to go through parts of systems, but you talked about this thing called a pressure regulator. So yeah. what is that? How does that work? And what does it do for a propane tank system? So a tank, tank like I said, the pressure in a propane tank changes depending on weather. So it can be 
70 pounds up to in the summertime, a hundred, I mean, it can go up in 200 pounds just depending on, on what's going on. And like I said, that relief valve blows off at 250. Um, so a regulator just regulates it down to a pressure that the house can use. So like if you have a first stage regulator on the tank, it goes from the tank pressure right next to the tank. Yeah. It's the, it's the red one. It's yeah, the red, the red one. one. Yeah. You'll see, if you open the lid, you'll see a red one. Yeah. If it's brown, that's a different the two stage. But anyway, um, it takes it from tank pressure down to 10 PSI. So what is typically tank pressure? I know it fluctuates, but on that. 75 in the winter, 70, you know, 60. I mean, when it gets real cold, I mean, you can carry uh, propane in a bucket at 40 below. So at that point, there's no pressure in propane. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, but around, I would say around 70 and, and or to 100, okay. you know, or so. And then the regulator drops it down to 10. 10 PSI. And it runs through that line out to the house. And then you got the second stage regulator, which is the brown one that you'll see. Okay. And that one takes it down to a half PSI. Why does it have to drop to a half PSI? Um, because my dad, when I was a kid one time, hooked it up without that one, and the flames hit the ceiling from <laughs> Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> It wasn't appropriate. I, I, I was I, I was not a propane guy at uh, at ten years old, but okay. yeah, he just decided not to use the regulator. There is so much. I mean, at a half psi, you can run um, out of like a hundred feet of line, one point one million BTUs with propane at a half inch line. Yeah. So if you had, you know, I, I mean, you know, if you ran, that's at ten psi coming in and going down to half. If you ran that ten psi. You got a oh man, it's serious. So, the moral of the story here is: if you want to look like a refinery in your house, yeah, don't off the regulator. Yeah. House. Yeah. <laughs> not not a good deal. Not yeah, a good deal. Okay. But, that makes sense. Okay, now, so go ahead, keep going. Oh, but anyway, so it just takes it down to half psi, and that runs into everything. Okay, and then generally systems, if you want to get really nerdy, run between eleven inches of water column and. Like 13 and a half. Now, okay, so since you brought that up, we're going to nerd out here a little bit. What does that mean with the inches column? So the, the, the manometer that we use measures water column, and the old way they used to do it was to have water in a in a deal. And, you know, I, I can't I can't really explain it, but it's just a really fine measurement. And 11, so that would drive up in the pitot tube. That would be the pressure based on the water. Yeah, yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, a, a system runs between 11 and 13.5, uh, you know, manometers. And, yeah. you know, these, these new hot water tanks, they're very sensitive about that stuff nowadays. Yeah. So, you know, it's funny that Oli brings that up because that takes us all back. All you guys that are older listening to the show, that's back in the day of use and uh, slide rules and stuff. Before yeah. calculators, <laughs> they use those kinds of things. Now yeah. it's all digital, right? It's all uh, all uh, digital accurate, things like that. All right. One thing I want to ask, too, because you went through it. So pressure regulator goes into the gas pipe. What is the gas pipe? Is that a Schedule 40 steel or is it copper? What is uh, it? We use poly. Okay. It's a, it's a you know, half-inch pot. Like I said, 100 feet of of half inch poly will support 1.1 million BTUs. Okay. Um, poly is a, it's a PV. It's kind of like the PEX tubing used for plumbing. Isn't I, it? Yeah. Similar. I mean, and they say that it has a 600 year lifespan on it. Although I don't know anybody who's lived long enough, to, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, the old school way was copper. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, with a flared end. Um, but we end up, we use the poly. Well, copper is so expensive now. Well, too. copper is and steel rust, so you end up wrapping it. 
they used to have some steel coated copper, I mean, some plastic coated copper, but poly is just the way to go. And then the ends, the risers and all that kind of stuff are, um, there's several different ways to do it, but they have hard risers and soft risers. And so, okay. So good to know. Um, now I did one thing that popped in my head. I want to ask pressure regulators. What's typically a lifespan on those? How many years they last? I want to say, I mean, they can last for a long time. I think the warranty on them is, is man, I should know. I should know this, and I don't know it. But I, I, I want to say it's ten year. You know, okay. but, but, you know, they'll they'll continue on. I mean, all these parts on the tank, if they're in good working order, um, so you know, you check, when your when your technicians come out when they're filling, do they check these things? Oh yeah, you okay. check the dates on the. You check the dates on the regulators and see you know if they're out of date, you know, and all that kind of good stuff. I mean, I've been out in some cabins up, you know, Greenwater and out there by Mount Rainier. And you, I mean, this thing, they look like they came on the Mayflower, you know, those regulators, <laughs> you're like, wow. And they're still yeah. worded. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, wow. you know, they, they have diaphragms in them and it's, you, you really should change them out. <laughs> you don't want to have any issues. In and you guys can do all that stuff, right? You can change we them. do it all. We do. I, I always tell people we, we dig the tanks in the ground all the way to, to in the house. We do not get into inside piping too much we do everything but outside okay but you can do all that stuff you can install the oh regulators all that stuff yeah and you do both above ground and in ground tanks yes yeah we have excavators and and do you handle all the permits and all that stuff if they're if if people you know we have a little fee for doing it yeah we charge the price of the permit plus plus the plus the fee if they want to get it themselves they're happy to you know so you can do it just make it easy yeah okay very good all right, we've got a couple more minutes left. I want to get into, and thank you for the explanation on that. It kind of helps us understand what the, the components of a propane system. Um, I do want to get into, because we always talk about this, some of the scams out in the industry. You talked at the very beginning of the show. You said, you know, there's been a lot of them selling propane at cost or loss later. Could you talk about that, what other companies do? Yeah, I mean, you got you got companies that, you know, are charging customers three eighty a gallon, 4 bucks a gallon who are leaving them in droves. And then like this time of year, I hate because I get people, you know, I don't do it so much anymore, but the girls will get calls and it's like, you know, if our price is two thirty a gallon, you'll have a company selling it for a buck 50 a gallon, which is impossible. I mean, <laughs> you can't yeah, really do so, it. But what is, what's happening on the backside of that? Cause they're going to have to make their money up somehow. Right. Well, my, my theory is that they're making so much money on the normal customers that they can just do that. It's Cause if you take, okay. you're making charging four bucks a gallon and now you're charging somebody a buck 50, the average of that, you know, they're, 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 and they don't do that. And you don't, they don't do that all year. It's just for a short amount of time. Yes. You know, so then do they um, do they have a contract or they lock people in and then um, price later on? I, or how does that work? I, a lot of times, there's a lot of you know credit credit checks and contracts and stuff like that, and that is always just a one time deal. I mean, the next time is always the market price, or you know, they they won't ever tell you, but it's always double, triple the price of, of what you got it for. You know, and so that's how they kind of make their money back. Oh yeah, on, sure. on that customer and other customers are doing that too. Yep. Okay. So you guys are different. You basically have a set price. I know it, it's dictated by the commodity price. Of well, we, 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 we have a, mar- a, a margin over our cost that we have to run at. Otherwise it just doesn't pay for yeah, it. You got to make money. Or you wouldn't be in business. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's the problem. So it's really hard, you know, when, when the prices are as high as they are right now and, and, yeah. and I, I'm embarrassed 
by the price that we have to charge. But I tell people we're making the same money now that we we do, you know, in the wintertime because they say, oh, you make a lot of money in the wintertime. Well, we sell more gas, but yeah. we're still making the same amount of money, you know, so it's, well, it doesn't really change. You know, Oli, I appreciate you coming on the show again and uh, educating us on propane. It's always a good thing. Um, thank you for being here um, once again. Okay, sounds good. Appreciate it. We come back. Uh, we uh, we're gonna wrap the show up here now. I do want you guys to think about that conversion uh, propane uh, from natural gas to propane. This is something really to consider. You want to give these guys a call at eight four four eight nine zero one two nine one. They'll answer all your questions about propane, about new installs, about uh, they can point you in the right direction on conversions. It's something that I think is uh, is something worth considering now, especially with terms of natural gas pricing and the environmental effect of natural gas versus propane, which is not a greenhouse gas. So give them a call at 844-890-1291 or check them out at packwestpropane.com. With that, I'm Pete. This is All Matters. Car Radio 97.3 FM, Seattle's News and Seattle's Talk. 